I was a uh, practicing clinician working in a home health agency model. I wasn't allowed to dose my patients as per best practice guidelines. So I said, there's gotta be a way to do this better. My, my grandmother, uh, my grandfather, I started seeing them going in and out of long-term care. It started personal seeing the sick side of 80, and now it's been exciting to be part of Fox. Light bulb moment, like that's a complete game changer. You can see what we can do as a practice and as treating clinicians to really make 80, 85 look so much different than it did back that long ago. And boil it down into one say, it's quite simply this, it's be stronger, live better longer. Welcome to Fox Rehabilitation's Live Better Longer podcast, the podcast dedicated to clinicians who work with older adults. My name is Jim Shear, and today my co-host is my mom, Mrs. Lori Shear. Mom, welcome back to the Live Better Longer podcast. Thank you. It is my pleasure to be back. <laughs> um, happy belated Mother's Day. Thank you. Although we, we should let everyone know that I have already wished you a happy Mother's Day. It's not like I forgot and I'm doing a podcast however many days later. That is right. Yeah. But I, I think you're the perfect guest to have on today because we kicked off the week with Mother's Day. You are a mother, a mother of five. Yes. Grandmother of 12. Correct. Wow. And we are in Nurses Week. It runs from May 6th through May 12th, always ending on Florence Nightingale's birthday. Correct. And not only that, so not only are you a mother and a nurse, but you spent a good chunk of your career working with older adult patients. That is correct. Yeah, so... If anyone's like, oh, man, why'd you get your mom on the podcast? I got my mom on the podcast because it totally makes sense. And not only that, you have professional radio experience. You were a frequent guest on my Sirius XM volume show. I have been known to do that. <laughs> and, and you're making history today because you are the first person to appear twice on the Live Better Longer podcast. Oh, well, that is just wonderful. I enjoy it anytime I can help. <laughs> so let's begin with your origin story. Why, okay. why and how did you become a nurse? My inspiration was my mother, who is your grandmother, and Correct. she's still alive. She's 95 years old. Yes. She was a 1948 graduate of St. Alexis School of Nursing in Cleveland, Ohio. And can, and I, can, I, can I stop you for a second? Yes. Talking about living better longer and being stronger. Grandma Hendricks, 95 years strong. Correct. Yes. All right. Continue. Sorry. And when I was a small child, I would see my mother as a nurse. And every year I would want the little nurse's kit. Because back in the day, they would have shows like Dr. Kildare and General Hospital and (laughs) Dr. Ben Casey. and they really didn't emphasize like the STEM programs. It was more like if you were a little girl, you were either going to grow up to be a teacher, a nurse or a secretary. Mm -hmm. And I always enjoyed the aspect of like taking care of people. And I decided to go to nursing school when I graduated from high school. So right out of high school, right into nursing school. Correct, because your dad and I met when we were 14 years old, and we were already talking about getting married out of high school, and he went into the Air Force, 
and I became a licensed practical nurse. I went to Marymount School of Practical Nursing in Garfield Heights, Ohio, which I heard no longer exists. And it was a 12-month program. And when I graduated, they assigned me to take care of mothers and babies in their OB unit. So I did that for about a year. And then your dad and I got married and we lived in Brindisi, Italy with the United States Air Force. And I had the opportunity to work in the Air Force hospital over there, which was just like a 12-bed hospital. Mm -hmm. And I also earned my Red Cross nursing pin. And I took care of mothers and babies again over there. So was it American citizens in the Air Force hospital? Yes. Okay. It was the, right. the personnel, the wives, the, the Air Force wives. Okay. And I had my mom send me my cap and my pin. So I was in the Air Force hospital, but we were allowed to work not as a paid job, but it was more like a volunteer position for the American Red Cross. And then I came home to the States and I always renewed my LPN license because I thought you never know when you're going to need it. So you came back to the States. Yes. A lot of people, even though I bleed black and gold, a lot of people don't realize I was born in Cleveland. Yes, you were. So we left Cleveland in 1979. Now at that point, you're not practicing anymore, are you? I was not practicing as a nurse, but I used a lot of my kind of like practicality measures that I learned in nursing school. When I would bring my children to the doctors, I would say, I think this is a matter and this and that is a matter. And they would say, how do you know that? And I says, I remember that from nursing school. So it, it came in handy. Well, you, you've done that our entire lives. Correct. <laughs> yes. Like there were times like I would literally pack the uh, insurance cards because I thought, I know we're going to end up in the hospital. And Many times that's what happened. <laughs> that's how good you were. So you stopped being a nurse to be a homemaker, correct? Correct. And I tell everybody I just love my job so much as that mother and baby nurse that I had five children of my own. <laughs> so during that entire time, you're straight up homemaker. I stopped at yeah. two kids. I don't know how you had five kids. I thought, holy crap, like two is enough for me. So you had five. So. Right. During that time, having five kids, and were they, it was from 74 through what, 83? So in like a, a span of 10 years? Right, 73 to 83. 73 to 83, all right. Correct, 10 years. So this, this is where the story gets interesting now. You come back. We I know, come back. We know that Michael Jordan came back and Mario Lemieux came back. Tell us about Lori Shear coming back. Well, it was in the 80s when a lot of people were losing their jobs in the steel industry. And your dad, as you know, worked for the steel company mm -hmm. and he lost his job. And it was kind of scary because I thought, suppose something would happen to your dad and I would have to take care of these five kids by myself. So I started thinking, maybe I should go back either to work as an LPN or maybe take some type of refresher classes but at the time, they were phasing LPNs out in a hospital setting, not in like nursing homes, not in doctor offices. And I just got this idea in my head because I did have a lot of people who inspired me who were not even nurses that went to RN school. And I thought, if they could do it, I can do it. So in the late 80s, I decided I was going to embark on my journey to become a registered nurse. 
So I started out taking a lot of my classes at the community college, like your Englishes and psychologies and sociology type classes just to like lessen the, the burden of right. the, the classwork. So when you go when you go from LPN to RN, how much yes. more how much more education is that? It depends. There's three types of nursing programs available to RNs. There's the diploma school, which they're not a lot of in the country anymore. Pennsylvania has a lot of them, but that's like your typical two-year hospital-based program. Okay. And then there's the associate degree of nursing program, which you get usually from your uh, community colleges. Mm -hmm. And then your bachelor degree, which is now the big push. They want everybody to at least have your bachelor's degree in nursing. So if you do graduate from a diploma or an associate degree program, when you sign up to a hospital, they usually encourage you to get your bachelor's degree somewhere along the line. So for you, how much more education was involved to become a registered nurse? Okay, at my school, which was the Pittsburgh Mercy Hospital School of Nursing, I graduated in 92. It was like about a 22-month program. Mm. It was a two-year program. Straight, right? Straight. Straight through, straight through. But it was nice because I had taken a lot of my classes, like I said, at the community college level. I started in August of 90, and I graduated in... 92, which is actually my 30-year anniversary this Oh, that's right. Month. Yes. That's yes. right. 30 years. So you had all of this plotted out in the 1980s as we approached the 1990s. You were getting Correct. your courses. You went to the Mercy School of Nursing. You became an RN. And now it is time to find a job. And this is the next part because, like I said, for a good portion of your career, you worked with older adult patients. So, yes, I did. You know what? Let's let's take a break before we get into that. So um, we're going to find out how my mom began working with older adult patients on the Live Better Longer podcast, the podcast dedicated to clinicians who work with older adults. So don't go anywhere. We are simultaneously celebrating Mother's Day, Nurses Week, and, and Nurses Day, too. Let's celebrate all three. So don't go anywhere. More with my mom next. Just a friendly reminder, everyone. Next week is Argentum's 2022 Senior Living Executive Conference in Minneapolis, Minnesota, happening May 16th through May 18th. And guess who's going to be there? Yes, you got it right. Fox Rehabilitation. So make sure to stop by our Recharge Lounge. We may be the most important stop of your day, especially if the line on your cell phone battery is getting smaller and smaller. So make sure to stop by the Recharge Lounge and then on the mornings of May 17th and May 18th, you can join us for Fox Yoga. But make sure you sign up quickly because we only have 50 spots available per class. Makes sense. You have a room. You can't have 500 people doing yoga together. So first 50 people to sign up, they will get to participate in Fox Yoga. And you will also leave with a very special Foxified Yoga Mat. So if you would like to sign up, we've got links all over our social media channels, whether it be LinkedIn or Instagram. But you could go to our website, foxrehab.org slash event slash Argentum dash 2022. So if you are attending, we will see you next week at Argentum's 2022 
Senior Living Executive Conference. We are back on Fox Rehabilitation's Live Better Longer podcast. Today, I am joined by my mom, Mrs. Lori Shear, mother, nurse, and someone who spent a good portion of her career working with older adult patients. All right, so mom, you get your RN license, and now you're looking for a job. Did you want to work with older adults? Could you possibly work with kids? How did this happen? Well, when I was in nursing school, a lot of people, they knew what they wanted to do. I just knew that I didn't feel comfortable in like a fast-paced setting, say like a surgery or an emergency room or a trauma unit. So I was really open to anything. I had gone on a few job interviews, and they just didn't seem really kind of what I was looking for. Okay. And so the one day I was at a job interview, and it was for a dual diagnosis unit, which is people who perhaps have like a depression and anxiety or a depression and some type of a, an addiction. But they told me that my job working on nights would be to read people's journals all night. I thought, hmm, I don't know if if I really am really comfortable with that because I always thought of like the bedside nurse. And it just so happened that I had to stop at the school to pick something up and I ran into a couple of people there and I still had my interview outfit on, my navy blue suit with my neat navy blue heels. And they said, oh, Lori, like, how you doing? I says, oh, I'm looking for a job. And somebody happened to tell me that the convent, which was about 10 minutes away, had just been remodeled and they were possibly looking for nurses. And that kind of sparked my interest because my mother, who is your grandmother, she also worked as a registered nurse in a convent for Catholic sisters. And the one thing that she said to me was, even though you're working at this convent called Monovernia in Millvale, Pennsylvania, you are going to be considered a unit of St. Francis Hospital. You will get the same pay and the same benefits as an RN working in that hospital. And I thought, I just have to check into this. Mm -hmm. So I went in there, walked up the steps, and there was a sister at the reception desk. And I said, you know, I just graduated from the Mercy School of Nursing, and I heard you might be hiring nurses. And the sister came down who was like in charge of the healthcare unit, and she interviewed me and showed me around. And she said, I will let you know by Friday. And sure enough, two days later, she called me on the phone. She goes, well, if you want to work here, we want to hire you. And so I was hired and that day changed my life because like when I woke up that morning, I had no idea I was going to end up at Monovernia. And, and how and long How long did you work there? Almost 27 years. 27 years up until you retired. So what did you like best about working with older adult patients? Well, I love the older adult patients, the sisters, because they just came and had like so much wealth of experience and stories and they were usually the only people who were left in their families because most of the sisters that I took care of lived to be like in their 90s. Mm -hmm. I had many different people who lived to be in their 100s. They became your family and you became their family and Anytime you needed like a prayer or like a word of advice, somebody was always there to, <laughs> to listen to you. I mean, they just had like wonderful stories. You had instant wisdom on hand. 
Correct. And some of the things that they told us about was they came from very large families. A lot of them came from like 14 or 15 children. And they would talk to us about what it was like living through the depression. Uh, Some of them would say, oh, I used to have many brothers and sisters, but they were killed in the war, or maybe they passed away because of like the influenza outbreak. And, you know, when I started there, In 1992, you know, a lot of these sisters were born in the late 1800s. They just shared like a wealth of information. Some of them said, you know, my dad always wanted a boy, but because I was a girl, he said, you're going to become a sister. Or some of them would say, I really wanted to be a teacher. But when I went to Mother Superior, they said, no, you're more needed in the hospital. So you're going to become a nurse. So they really went through a lot. And uh, like during the Depression, they said they just gave us shoes to wear. It didn't matter if they fit or not, because that this is all we have right now. And they had a farm. They had a farm on the mother house grounds. And that's where they got their milk and they had their eggs. And I mean, it was very inspiring to see how those sisters lived back then. So, Mom, before you go. Yes. A few more questions. Okay. Best piece of advice you ever got from a patient. Or best piece of wisdom? There was a sister in her 80s, and she was like my best friend. And she had a form of cancer, but she lived another five years past that. And somebody came to visit her, and she was actually dying. And she would say, God is always faithful to us in the good times and in the bad times. And she was ministering to people even until the day before she died. So every day that we have is just like, just so valuable and so precious. And so you just try to take every day to live better, to live longer, take care of your health. So she was, she was comforting people while they were trying to comfort her. Correct. She was telling her nieces how I like went to nursing school at the age of 40 and I was babysitting my kids, grandkids. While I was still working full time at Monovernia. So now that I look back, I don't know how I did it because I only got three hours of sleep the whole 27 years. But I mean, yeah, we, we can save that for another podcast. But then my mom would babysit all of her grandchildren and got very little sleep while she was working with older adult right. patients. And the first grandchild that I actually babysit graduated from college. That's right. Just recently. Right. So when I looked at him getting his diploma, I could say I was a part of his life. Yes, you were. You helped raise him. Correct. All right. So before we go, what is the best thing about being a mother? Watching my five children grow up to be wonderful, successful adults. And they all are just wonderful people who have blessed not only me, but also your dad. And I think that's the best part of being a mom. So it it was all worth it? It was all worth it. (laughs) And I don't really think that having, after talking to the sisters, having five kids is nothing. Because like I said, they were all like one of 15, 16 kids. But I guess that's what they did back then. But (laughs) It went from having 15 kids to five kids to two kids. Right. And there is a quote I would like to share. Okay. 
which kind of ties motherhood and nursing together in really any career in life. This is from Danny Thomas, who is the founder of St. Jude Hospital yes, for Children. Yes. And he said, all of us are born for a reason, but all of us don't discover why. Success in life has nothing to do with what you gain or accomplish for yourself. It's what you do for others. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's what it's about. It is. That is right. And you have done a bunch for your children, for your patients, even for me today, appearing on this podcast. I was looking for a mother and a nurse and someone who worked with older adult patients. And I thought, well, wait a second. My, my mom, she could do the podcast. Right. Yeah. And I was just so looking forward to it. So thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. So uh, you'll you'll definitely come back on again. Do you remember One, who who were you speaking with the first time you were on this podcast? It was someone from like South it, Carolina, she was right? An occupational therapist, Kelly. It was Kelly. Yes, Kelly. It was Kelly. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So uh, my mom will come on again, but needed to get her on this week because, like I said, the week kicked off with Mother's Day. It's National Nurses Week, International Nurses Day, Florence Nightingale's birthday. Only made sense to have my mom on. So, Mom, thank you for being on the podcast this week. It was an honor. It was an honor to be here and discuss uh, my career as a mother and as a nurse. Thank you for everything. You know I love you. So, uh, for my mom, my name is Jim Shear, and we will see Yens later. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome.